This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Subject to one of those crime documentaries that I fall asleep to. So is it? I'm your husband. Is it going to be me that's the suspect or the victim? At this, uh, honestly, you're going to be the suspect. There's, <laughs> there's, no way. there's no way you're going to be the victim. You're, no way. No way. He's poisoning your coffee, but what he doesn't know is that you're you're immune to the poison and it's it's fine yeah if anything it's it's kind of like i'm a teenage mutant ninja turtle right you know it's just the mutation and maybe i'll turn into a ninja and he's a foot soldier so it's yeah yeah that's it so it's fine heroes and a half show turtle Turtle power. power Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, hero in a half shell, Sarah Raytalic. Hello, Sarah. Turtle power. Yeah, that's Hello. it. Hello. Yeah. What are you, you going to be for Halloween? Which, who, who, all right, two questions. What are you going to be for Halloween? Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Um, I'm most likely going to be myself because that's scary enough. I've got that right. It's facts. <laughs> and uh, Donatello. Donatello. Really? Yeah. The purple one. Yeah. Wow. I was always a Michelangelo guy. Yeah. He's he is... a party dude. Right. He's good in small doses for me. Yeah. Because he's too much like, yeah, yeah, not really. I'm in your face. And I can take that in small doses, but after a while, I'm like, I need to get the fuck away from you. Well, I mean, growing up, he was, Michelangelo was my favorite, but then, I mean, I guess as I got older, I was more of a Leonardo. Mm. Yeah. 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 I think as we get older, we're more like, uh, yeah, we're definitely Splinter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten older. Well, as we grow older and more bitter, we're more like Shredder, so. Yeah, it's Touche. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So, All right, so we got a show for you today, but we can honestly sit here all day and talk about Ninja Turtles. Maybe we'll start a new podcast and, and call it uh, Heroes in a Half Show. Go Ninja, go Ninja, yeah. go. Go oh, Ninja, that's, that's go true. Ninja, go. That's, yeah, we can do that too. Just Vanilla Ice podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all, the, uh, all the Ice Ice babies that he's uh, redone and remastered remember that mm-hmm. corn version of ice ice baby oh my god yes hey yes. anything not to pay royalties right yeah whatever you know that's fine so uh before we get started on our rewind we actually have a listener email to get to we're not prepared for it so we could just sing a listener email song 
and be like, hey, hey, we got listener emails. Hey, hey, in a pick pod 247 at gmail.com. That's where you can email us. It's a long song. It's a work in progress. But we have our first show email. So, Sarah, tell us our email. What do we got? All right. Last week, we had discussed the NFL's international games. And we shout out to you, our listeners. Hey, so does anyone know if they do the other country's national anthem as well as our national anthem? Or is it just us? Because the NFL is no fun. We got a response that they do actually play the country's national anthem. But for us, it's just Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. I was right. Whopper, Whoppers, Whoppers, Juniors, Whoppers, all the Whoppers, Juniors. All right. So uh, thank you for reaching out. If you have a question for the show or a comment or a concern, you can hit us up at inapickpod247 at gmail.com or just slide into one of our DMs because we're there too on all of our social media accounts. We're everywhere. We're everywhere you want to be and everywhere that you don't want us to be. So, yep. We're here. Um, In your bushes. Ha ha. And if you don't like us, you can always block us. Right? I'm here for it. And secretly, I know that if you block us, you still listen to the show so you can hear us talk about how you've blocked us. All right. So now let's get into the rewind. Sarah, what do we got for the rewind? (laughs) So, of course. Because this is how our luck goes. Right after we we recorded last week about Antonio Brown and his child support and his baby mama and all of this shit, he gets arrested on a warrant for failing to pay child support. So he was arrested. He paid 15,000 of the over 30,000 that we discussed last week um, to his, the baby mama of his oldest child Waltrice Jackson and per usual so what kills me and what I couldn't laughing in an awkward way because I'm just like this dude I can't so he has a warrant out and he has a reel on Instagram of him buying jewelry like all this bling and he he just basically is flashing all this shit as we see this warrant has been released and then he releases on social media a video holding wads of cash, being like, you know, this is about my kid. It's just that uh, this this baby mama is a, a is a money hungry bitch, right? So you know, like he he's not shying away from social media. This is just another topic to add to his social media. And uh, the recent picture was him slinging prosecco. Why did he only pay half though? Why not just pay the whole thing and just get rid of it? Ah, uh, right. Like, like uh, for me, I, I mean, I don't know. My wife always yells at me when like a big bill comes in, and we we like have the money for it, and I'm like, "Well, just pay the whole thing at once." And she's like, "No, you don't want to do that." But like for a child support thing, if I owed thirty one thousand dollars and I had thirty one thousand dollars, just pay the whole thing. Like, especially for him being a quote unquote millionaire. But one day I would say in the next five to six years, he's going to be in that broke category. With the way that he is flashing cash and not putting it to these things that the law can catch up and grab you with. Right. I could see that. Yeah. 
you know, he when he did quit more or less the NFL, he started his record career. He was hanging out with you know, uh, Kanye West. He's dressed in leather, pleather and all sorts of out of control shit. Yeah. You know, he's got that. What is it? An XFL team. Right. You know, he owns. I thought he or some team. I, he like I didn't is even part think X, owner. XFL was still a thing. I or, know it came back and the the Rock bought it, but I thought that yeah, died he's, last season. He's like part owner of a team. Some I, I don't know, but I think they were trying to get rid of him because he was fighting with players. Like I, it wow, it's shocking. Just it's just a lot of drama that is unnecessary, and I feel that he thrives off of it. Obviously, right. so I I guess in the next. You know, three to five years, we'll just have to continuously track where he's at. And can we also discuss how he sounds like a 75-year-old woman who's been ripping Newports at least five packs a day? Yeah. I mean, honestly, all the social media things that that he does, like, I know we make the joke all the time that, like, he's lost his mind and everything, but I, I really think, like, 90% 90% of that is all fake. I mean, it's just for, for hits and, and likes and shit. Yeah, I mean, there are people out there that act like that. But it's just like, I, I don't know. When he's walking around the jewelry store, is it more of a promotion for the jewelry store? Or is it more uh, of a promotion that he's spending large stacks of cash? I think yeah. I think the jewelry store is like just bullshit. It's just him. You know, maybe the jewelry store pays him to come in maybe that's yeah how he makes his actual money is by promoting these people's or like he he'll promote like you know i mean all all these social media influencers promote things without like having a a commercial for it you know right i mean when you when you watch this video on youtube you're gonna see that i'm wearing one of our sweatshirts i'm just wearing i'm not sitting here promoting our sweatshirts i'm just wearing one of our sweatshirts it's but I cold. Mean, like, yeah it's cold out today but like i know a couple of social media influencers that just they products come to them and they just wear it while they're making a video where the video is not even about that product you know and like right. i'm totally down for that i'll t- i'll take whatever yeah you know? so i mean like maybe the the store paid him Maybe in jewelry, maybe they paid him to come to the the jewelry store because I mean, why not? You know, maybe they covered the fifteen thousand. Maybe, maybe we don't know. You know, who knows? But I mean, whatever. Uh, it, it's just one of those. I I just it goes back to my original thing where I don't know why you wouldn't just pay the full amount. Yeah, because you look like an asshole if you are going and spending a ton of money on jewelry. And not paying your full child support. I don't. Uh, maybe he just doesn't give a shit that he's an asshole, or what? I don't know. Or maybe he came to an agreement with the court. We don't know. And the thing was, is I was trying to find more behind it, right. and all I could find is that he paid half of it because there could have been an agreement with the court where if he pays half of it, and then they'll take installments of X amount per month. Because they need X amount of money for this, 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 this. Right. And you have to cover that now because that's backed. And, you know, it could be a whole lot of different things. So, yeah, I mean, it could be one of those things where they don't want to give. Now, I don't know the backside, like the backstory of 
the the baby's mama. Right. But like maybe they just don't want to give her thirty one thousand dollars all at once because yeah. I know I mean just for a regular person like we are, if somebody was to give me thirty one thousand, I mean I guess because I you know both of us own a house and and I have children, I mean I would do something safe with that. But like, like pay my pay a chunk to my mortgage. Yeah, but like someone who maybe doesn't care about responsibilities i'm not downing i'm not saying anything bad right right woman but like maybe she would just you know go ham yeah we don't know it it, what they would have done in the courts they would have looked at um what the cost of things have been based off of the time frame where he stopped paying right so if there were medical expenses if you know she needed things for school or um, you know, sports or new clothes for like whatever it may be, like all of that stuff, field trips, um, yeah. for school stuff like that. That's what the courts would look at and would would base an amount fully off of. So that's probably why they were like, okay, yes, we need this is clearly the amount that is owed to you. However, we'll give you the last years right now and then we'll work with him and we'll have accountability for him to pay x amount going forward to cover some of that back that you've covered and to cover going forward right i mean that's who knows because you have to present all that shit to the i mean it's also florida too so let's pause for a second but that's true you know when you do go to court in situations like that you do have to present you know, documentation of what bills were there and all sorts of stuff that were specific to the child, as well as your utility bills, what your roof is costing because you're taking care of this child. So you need to make sure that they are living comfortably and safe. And I think it's a small percent is what the um, like room and board is. Right. And, uh, to answer our own question, Antonio Brown is a representative in a trust that owns an arena league team. He doesn't actually own the team. He just, I guess, it's, it just looks like he's an investor. There we go. Thank so, you. Yeah. The more you know. Which, I mean, could actually mean nothing, you know. Exactly. He, no, yes. Yeah. So, but uh, I just, uh, yeah. I mean, Antonio Brown is just, you know, maybe his on, maybe it's all on, I, I, oh God, I, I don't know. Maybe it's an act on his online persona is an act. And then like, once he got arrested for his child support and they said, you have to pay 31,000, maybe like he, he just put on a pair of, of glasses and he was like, well, officer, um, I do need to say that. This woman who is my, the mother of my child, she's not responsible with funds. You, you know, he like breaks down. Right, all like, of a sudden he's yeah, a professor. He's a professor. He's talking, uh, so, so you, 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 Honor, I have to decline the 31,000 at once because my daughter's mother is irresponsible with funds. And then he goes, okay, we'll give you fifteen thousand dollars. You got to pay up now, and then we'll give you another fifteen later. He's like, yeah, bitch, you know. Like after that's done, like he takes off his glasses, <laughs> puts on gold fitted 
sunglasses that are gold in the front too so he actually can't see anything can't see anything you know and he puts on his his full leather suit that he i he's just weird he goes back to being weird you know yeah i just put the don't camera on. how is he not so hot in that all the time because that's like directly on his skin and it's just well it looks one of the so videos, hot one of the videos that that i, I believe we might have reposted it he was wearing a sweater that looked like uh, the homeless guy on Causeway Street wears. It's got mm-hmm. holes in it, rips, stains. Like I, I've seen the homeless guy who lives in the cardboard box wear the same exact sweater. Do you know that's a big trend right now, right? I don't know why that's a big trend. I mean, I'm fitting right the fuck in with it, which is great because right. I'm like, uh, I'm too lazy to shower. <laughs> I'm rolling out in my pajamas and my t-shirt right. that's got a giant hole in the side. Like, I am fitting right in with this trend. However, when you look at it on a scale of like, okay, you're walking down the street. I can't tell if you're rich or homeless. Uh, maybe that's what they want. Maybe that's the new game. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Society yeah. is is tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah, sooner or later, it's going to turn into hunger games anyway. So who cares? Yeah, yeah that's know. fine. We'll All right. So what on. else we got going on in the news today? All right, we're in like the news, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, so Michigan State University was in some hot water and had to issue an apology. Just before the Michigan State University versus the University of Michigan game on Saturday, the Jumbotron had a trivia question posted with a picture of Hitler. The trivia question the was the trivia question was where was his birthplace? Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, no idea. No idea. Why does this need to be a... Why does this need to be a trivia question? Why does this need to be on the Jumbotron? Why? Yeah, no idea. Um, MSU got a lot of backlash. A lot of people were pissed, uh, took pictures, shared it. Uh, Especially with, I'm not going to discuss things, but especially with conflicts in the world, a lot of people were extra elevated right in this and yes very inappropriate timing um however the msu athletic director is blaming the incident on a third party that they had outsourced to and said that they will never utilize that third party again come on come on and for and for those that wanted to know hitler was born in austria so and there's uh, i'm looking at the picture now of the jumbotron and it's this big old fucking picture of Hitler. And it's like, oh, it's huge. You don't vet these things before you do them. Right. That's I mean, what I, that's, I call bullshit on so many levels because yeah. normally you have professionals that are hired, not third party sources. Right. And a lot of the times people that are running your Jumbotron have been within your organization and or have credentials and experience to not be this fucked. A third party. Come on. How lazy are you that you can't do your own thing on the Jumbotron? You don't have was, a guy? No, it was. Here's the thing. Even if it was a third party, I'm not saying it was or wasn't. Even if it was a third party, you, yes, you apologize, but honestly, don't even bring in the third party as oh. in your apology. Take your fucking lick and move on. Take it right. and move on. Right. You know what I mean? And not for nothing, 
this is what you get because that was before the game. And then MSU got their asses whipped by the Wolverines. 49 to nothing. Like, you got it whipped. Like, people were pissed. People were like, fuck you. Fuck this. Yeah. People still hate Hitler. Okay? (laughs) I don't know if everybody knows this. Legit. I just... This is... Here's the thing. A lot of people forget... Like, I understand that, like, time frames... A lot of people have this sense of awareness that, like, they they can't process time frames. Right. But the like our grandparents were those that fought in World War II. Right. Maybe when our generation is deceased, it won't be as crazy. However, it's all pending conflicts in the world. It's it's still going to always be bad, but the magnitude of where it's bad could change over the next 50 to 100 years right now yeah we're we're still under that uh 100 year mark so maybe no i mean uh for as it i i don't want to make political uh don't do it no all right so we'll we'll just pass we'll just pass 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 (laughs) pass thank you pass Stupid move. Uh, here's something. Just, just don't mention Hitler anymore. Yeah, not, don't not, do not it. Not you in general. I'm just talking. No, about just overall the, the people in the world. Overall, it's not okay. Like yeah. it's really not. Let's. Uh, yeah. No, nah, never a good idea. It's like you're, a, you're an institution. Like this is. I think that that's what bothers me the most is that you're a college that you have colleges have these programs and clubs for all of these different people. They have they they teach history. They they do all like they know what's going on in the world. College students are so more tapped in to what's going on in the world than we are as adults. We're like, I got work. I got fucking deal with my kids i gotta fucking yeah. deal with my dog you know what i mean like 90 percent get... of the protesters in the world are college kids because they got right. nothing to do and it's something where that to me like your sense of awareness as to what was going to go on the jumbotron beforehand just seems like bullshit to me like absolutely seems like bullshit i'm sure somebody slid something across your desk and you were like oh yeah it's fine and you didn't even look at it right so i don't know right. i just the whole thing had me going, what the actual fuck? That That is just pure laziness right there, that that slipped through the cracks. Pure yeah. laziness. What else we got going on? All right. The Los Angeles Rams receiver Demarcus Robinson was robbed at gunpoint in L.A. on Friday morning. The police said that the thieves made off with over $100,000 worth in jewelry. This incident had transpired outside a Los Angeles area hotel after midnight where two men approached the 29-year-old and pointed a gun at him and demanded him to hand over all of his things. The police are investigating, but there are no arrests at this time. I mean, I, I had a very busy weekend. We were at a wedding um, that we had to go away for. It, but like, I usually have my finger on the pulse of a lot of things in sports. I completely missed this part. Mm-hmm. Was it just not that big of a news? I I didn't, me personally, I did not get an update. Because, you know, I get, like, update alerts on my right. phone, like, when big shit happens. And this, 
didn't seem to come across on the alerts. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know about this until you sent me the the program sheet for today. And I'm just like, the hell was I? Because, like, usually I'm, always, you know, I'm always posting things on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And, like, this never came across my desk. Like, well, I what's... I had no idea. What's wild about it is that it happened. I'm going to guess that it could be because of the time frame that this happened. So since this happened after midnight on Friday, so that's going into Saturday. And a lot of, I don't know about you, but I see like a lot of sports news outlets kind of get lazy on the weekend unless it's a sporting event like the playoffs for baseball and or the or football. Right. Like that's they're not talking about anything else that's going on outside. Like if somebody gets hit by a car or whatever, they're not really discussing that shit that I find. It's not until Monday that we oftentimes find out, Oh, Hey, this happened on Friday night. Oh, Hey, this happened on Sunday morning. So maybe that was it, but either that or it's a robbery that occurred in Los Angeles and nobody gives a shit because it happens all the time. True. True. It could be. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where my head's at. Yeah. That's what I think. Good. So they never caught him, and they probably never will. Yeah. And, Unless uh, somebody tries to pawn the jewelry and bar bar bar. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's going to be like a, a fifth party pawn because someone's going to sell it for something, and then that person's going to sell it for something, or that's going to get robbed from somebody, and then finally it gets in the hand of somebody who's hard up for money. And they're like, I got this diamond studded necklace that I got five years ago. And then they go to the pawn shop and it's like, oh, this is stolen five yep. years ago by some player that is long gone. You know, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. and then he's going to get it back and he's going to have to sell it because he's out of money. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Circle of life. All right. What else we got going on? All right. <clears throat> Calgary Flames prospect Toppy Roney. Who if this was... wasn't such a, a, a terrible story, this would be the funniest name ever. Toppy Roni. It sounds like um Rice Roni. It, it sounds like a bowl of rice with like cheese on it, topped mm. with like meat. Like top the try our new Toppy Roni. So you're telling I mean, me it's like like a burrito bowl? Yes. It's mm. a it's a Canadian burrito bowl. It's only served well, in Calgary. Well, he's actually from Finland. I don't care. He's, he's <laughs> all right. Fine, it's a Finland all right. burrito bowl. All right, any there's fucking fish on it, and it's and, fish meat. Yeah, whatever. I don't want this anymore. Uh, anywho, anywho, Roni <laughs> was selected in the second round of the 2022 NHL draft by Calgary, um, and he plays in Finland, um, in the Finland Elite League. This, that, and the other thing. Anywho. The 19-year-old center is being accused of rape. So he is currently being investigated for rape allegations of something that had transpired two years ago in his native Finland. Um, I couldn't get anything, and I respect Finland for this. Um, All details uh, about the allegations, who the victim, like not who the victim was, but like the time frame, um, like where all of this shit is all sealed. All the documents are sealed. And even the court date hasn't been scheduled yet. 
Um, but also, he was supposedly a minor during this time frame. Right. So... I was just going to say, I don't know Finland laws, surprisingly, but I would say everything's sealed because he would be 17 at the time. Right. But we also don't know the age of the age victim. of the victim yeah. could have been. You know, there's a lot of things. So and has that ever stopped the U.S. press? No, no, not at all. I, I mean, one in one occasion, it did when we stopped finding anything out about Juan DeFranco. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. Touche. Uh, I don't Touche. Know. Uh, the the uh, funny thing about this, though, this story is he told the flames about this. He told his um elite league that he's in that this had happened, right. like that he's under investigation. And then the league then told Calgary. Right, right. And that's when... It wasn't like, oh, like we were investigating you or like you had this and going on. and Right, because you yeah, couldn't right. investigate him because he was an underage. He he was technically right. a minor, you know. Right. So that aspect of it was very interesting that he came forward and went to them and goes, hey, just letting you know this, that, and the other thing. Right. Shit might hit um, the fan soon because they're looking this at This is me. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, Calgary issued a statement saying that they were aware of the potential legal issues involving him after the draft. And uh, they were taking the matter super seriously and um, they'll follow what's going on and all that shit. Uh, I mean, you, not sympathizing with the uh, accused rapist, but you almost have to give him credit for just coming out and saying, I, this is happening. You know, it's, yeah. very, it's very adult of him in exactly. a society where, Athletes are very childish, I would say. Correct. Where yes. they tried to hide everything that's ever happened mm -hmm. to them, but in a really shitty way. And he came out and he said, holy shit, I really don't want to ruin my career, but I'm under investigation. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. This is, the, you know, this is on me. You know, whether or not he did this. Right. Is, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. You know, I respect the transparency. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I respect. I don't respect you as a human while you're going through these allegations and this right. and that, you know. Right. It's just, it's the reality. I mean, I don't also want to jump to conclusion because it is an investigation. Right. Uh, however, the transparency, taking ownership, having the communication with your bosses and having them be aware is definitely something that I oh, it's, it's respect because yeah, nobody wants to take accountability for themselves these days. No. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, that's a that's a hard allegation to even come back from, yeah. even if you're not even in it yet. You know, right. I mean, he's not even in the NHL yet. Right. And he's already got this going on. So. And it's also he's international. So he's over there in Finland. Um, so I, I'm, I'm sure we'll just have to keep our eyes on it. We're not going to hear anything about it on our end, unfortunately. No, no. He's an unknown player, never played in, a, you know, in the National Hockey League. It's one of those things that it'll probably just go under the, the wayside if we're not looking at it. Right. You know, and quite frankly, I mean, like, if it is true, hopefully he gets what, what's coming to him. And if it's not, we'll, n we'll never know. We will never know. You know, so unless you do your uh, deep dive investigations. What were we talking about? Yeah, right. CR, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about a uh, burrito fish bowl from Finland with shredded mm -hmm. cheese and 
and a lot of fish guts because it sounds gross now. I don't want it. Terrible. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awful. What else we got going on today? Dude, we're at the pickle. Whoa, that was fast, huh? On my end, we're at the biggest pickle. We're at the pickle. We're at the pickle. All right, Sarah. So kick us with it because this is going to be a long one. So who is this week's biggest pickle? This is a long one. Uh, Former MLB pitcher Danny Serafini is this week's biggest pickle. Wow. And who is Danny Serafini? Uh, he was a former M. <laughs> no, I know that. No, Pitched for like Pittsburgh. All right, wait, let, me rephrase the, let me rephrase the question. And is it why? Why is, why is Danny Serafini this week's biggest pickle? Uh, yeah, it's the other W. Yeah, why, what, who, where, where is... Just, where? All right, why is this scumbag the biggest Ooh. pickle? Uh, so he was arrested... This past Friday uh, for his alleged connection with a 2021 shooting that resulted in the death of his father-in-law and left his mother-in-law hospitalized after he had shot her twice at their Lake Tahoe home. So he was arrested in Nevada. And uh, here is the statement released by the Placer County Sheriff's Office. After a lengthy two-year investigation involving Placer's County's sheriff's detectives and the district attorney's office, 49-year-old Danny Serafini and 33-year-old Samantha Scott were arrested this morning in Nevada for the 2021 Homewood murder of 70-year-old Robert Gary Spoher. I apologize, I'm butchering the name. And the attempted murder of 68-year-old Wendy Wood. Who is Samantha Scott? And how is she connected in this? She is said to have been the family's nanny Mm. at one point. Scandalous. Yes. Yes. And just to clear this up, uh, they were both in Nevada. However, one was in Vegas and one was in Reno. Hmm. Can we tell, can you guess which suspect was where? Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, I would say Serafini was in Reno. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, he seems and like you, a Reno guy. Oh, it's because the bunny ranch is out there. Right. So, <laughs> right. And that's when I was reading this, I was like, I don't even have to look it up. And then I was like, confirmed it. I had looked it up that he was actually arrested in Reno when she was arrested in Las Vegas. All Oy. right. So, so does she, why is she? under investigation did she do something besides run away with this guy or or harbor a fugitive so clearly there's somehow she's involved i don't know if they had a relationship and this was planned and plotted by the two of them so on and so forth like we don't a lot more of it will start coming out because we have no answers yet what the motivation was behind it so Erin Serafini, Danny's ex-wife, was featured on a, which I want to try and see if I can go back and find. She was featured on a 2015 episode of Bar Rescue and had told producers that after his major league career, he had lost like $14 million in bad investments and a bitter divorce. Jeez. So it's something that like clearly the his in-laws were probably on him or like well like what are you doing like you're fucking shit up with my daughter and my grandkids right there could have been a lot behind it um and as we go forward with everything we'll we'll find out what the motives were 
God, more or less. $14 million lost in bad investments. I mean, yeah. holy shit. It's just crazy to have that, like, you know, I mean, because he was on Bar Rescue. Right. So that you're on, you're not on Bar Rescue if you're have a sex, you're having a successful bar. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how complete this is, but like, you know, he obviously he wasn't a good player. Like he, he wasn't anything special. Yeah. According to baseball references, he only made $600,000 in his career. He's only signed. Uh, he's only, it looks like the twins, the Cubs and the Padres gave him money, but like his, his whole thing is like, you know, his contract was purchased by a team. Then he was released by a team. Then he was, um, you know, he was in a couple of trades. But as soon as he got traded to that team, the team released them. And it's like he never really, you know, because I, I mean, I'm I'm looking at it now. It's like drafted by the Minnesota Twins in '92, right? '99, mm-hmm. his contract is contract is purchased by the Cubs, and then December, the Cubs traded him to the Padres. And then the Padres traded that contract to the uh, the Pirates. The Pirates release him. He gets signed by the Giants. The Giants release him. He goes to the Mets. The Mets release him. And this is all in like the span of a few months. So he never really got, got onto a team. And then he went for a free agent. Uh, he went signed as a free agent with the Brewers. The Brewers instantly released him. Uh, or he was granted free agent. And then he went to the Angels. Angels released him right away. So, like, I wonder if this guy was just a fucking uh, head case or just really bad at his job. Could have been a little bit of both. I mean, if you're having that many clubs and organizations. Listen, we've had teams that have held on to pitchers that were terrible for, you know, if they were a good teammate, if they were good for the clubhouse. Right. We've seen that happen multiple times. I mean, it's like the Red Sox holding on a Chris Sale right now. What the fuck? But he's I mean, really not good for anyone. We're talking about 11 teams. 11 teams in a short time frame. Right. Yeah. I mean, he played from, I mean, let's just say his career stats say 96 to 2007. But there is a, a huge gap in time where he doesn't play in the MLB at all from uh, looks like 2002 to 2007. Hmm. Uh, he really doesn't play. He plays four games with the Reds in 2003 and then doesn't come back until 2007 with the Rockies where he pitched a half an inning and his ERA was 54, not 5.4, 54. What? But for some reason, he didn't get the loss in that game, which is funny. What? Yeah. Fuck. Wow. Oh, my God. I was well, dog shit, too. He was a dog what, shit player. What, what went through my head is that this was a guy who, you know, he may have been released in 2003 and then took out a loan in the bank and decided yeah, I, that he I was, was gonna going say, we to didn't get 14 million dollars to lose <laughs> took out a loan at the bank we're gonna open this right we're gonna do this i'm gonna invest in this then he makes a little money off of it in that time frame but then he doesn't then he loses that money so then right. he goes back to work um as a pitcher doesn't do it well but still gets money that's still income that right. he didn't have during that time yeah, right. frame so then he gets that money back and then takes another loan out and oh. then makes another investment and then takes that loan out and then does this with it and then takes a loan out. I feel that it's something where it's not just full on the money that he has based off of his income. 
I have the feeling that he took out loan after loan after loan. And it's the money that he was loaned, the money that he owes, and the interest that is set on those loans. Right. And if I had to take a a wild stab in the dark, I would say that he was taking loans from not the bank. You know, like he was doing underground loans where the interest rate is very high if you take it from uh, mafia. Yeah. You know? There could but just also, say this is just speculation. Yeah. I'm not saying that could be speculation. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. could also, I'm going to speculate on this too. It could also be something that his in-laws had loaned him money right? to right. do X, Y, Z or whatever it may be. And they were like, you need to pay us back. And he was like, nah, dude, yeah. that's a no for me dog. And right. this transpired. But right. again, speculation, we are not going to know until we get further um, into the investigation because he's currently held he's not on bail like nothing he's fucking held they're both actually held they cannot no bond no bail no nothing right and for anybody who's uh wondering his bar that was featured in bar rescue is permanently closed when did it close i'm, uh, curious. I'm gonna say like 20 oh hold on i guess a year that came out in 2015 i'm gonna say uh 20 end of 26 oh mid of been to end of 2016 the last review was from a year ago but that that can't be right that cannot be right oh okay so after all of the renovations that tafford did to his bar in 2016 when when did you say the episode aired it said 2015 did it come out well it may have been recorded in 2015 and aired in 2016 right but Regardless, when whenever the okay closed in 2019, whenever Tafford came in and did his renovations and shit, they just went back to it. And some of the Yelp reviews are hilarious. This is the worst bar ever. The owner is a jerk. The bartenders care more about drinking than serving guests. I only like one bartender and she's smart enough to leave this shit show. Well, 2019, that's actually longer than I had anticipated. Right. Uh, th- see, now, I don't know, because it says the last review of this place was 2019, but that could just be somebody screwing around. If you go to Google, their last post is a year ago, which... The last post on their Facebook was 2017. Okay, so maybe it did close in 2017. Regardless, it didn't last long. It did not. So, I mean, not only is he a terrible baseball player, a terrible business owner, he's a terrible son-in-law... And, oh yeah, uh, the business went on. It went under right after Bar Rescue came in because he's such an asshole that whatever whatever John Taffer did for the bar, he just went back and went yeah, resorted right could, back to the bar. Yeah, so. but the the saddest part about this whole story and what really broke my heart when I was reading about all this was that Wendy Wood, his mother in law. Yeah. She had partially recovered from all of her injuries with everything. And, you know, she was battling a lot of depression and she had committed suicide. That's fucking uh, terrible. Yeah. She was said to be dealing with the depression of the injuries as well as the loneliness of living without her longtime husband. Right. Oh, so, man. so gut wrenching. And imagine being those kids you know they're their children and you lost you lost your father to a senseless act and you know your mother was hurt and you're thanking god that you still have her as you know as well as mourning the loss of your father and then to now turn around and 
see that your mother was internally suffering and how she took her own life. It's just, it's just a tragedy upon tragedy. Right. And fucking if Nevada holds a public stoning for this dude, I'm fucking here for yeah, it. We should go down. We'll go to Vegas for a minute. Go with those we'll go. heavy Massachusetts rocks. Yeah. Uh, I, I might've missed it while you were explaining it. Cause I was, I, I, I went back into the rabbit hole of, Serafini. It, w- was there anything about his ex-wife, the the daughter of of the two of the woods, of his wife Erin? Yeah, just about her discussing. You know, like they what was brought up was the um interview on Bar Rescue. No, no, no. I'm talking about like oh. you know since this tragedy occurred, oh. like her parents were were. were let's murdered. just say her, They're... both parents were murdered. Both parents you were know, murdered. Even that's, though that's her mother survived, it was eventually she she eventually was taken from them by Danny. Correct. You know, yeah. I, I don't know if she maybe like released a statement. I don't know if like I mean he These... wasn't famous. He's just you know he's a guy that played on a team one time, so it's not like a big thing. Yeah, uh, he's not a big thing. But like not... I don't know if she just came out and said anything. No, it wasn't. Not that I've seen from her. I saw something from her sister briefly about being, you know, one surprised that this chick was also picked up because right. apparently um, Samantha Scott was friends with Erin, who is um, Serafini's ex-wife. Right. But there was surprise on that. And uh, the sister was, you know, just happy that there's some kind of movement in the case um i'm sure as we go further along with this that there will be some kind of statement i'm sure there'll be some uh, once we get the motivation behind it i'm sure there will be a statement because everyone right now is just questioning as to why he had decided to walk up the driveway in a hoodie with a mask on his face right so they're like why why was why was this your decision and why did you have to be in such cognito though everyone knows you're built everybody knows you're this so it's just it's such a fucking tragedy and yeah it's it's uh it's pretty wild and and you know what not not to uh make light of the situation but just the way this guy this guy lived his life and like the, the terrible investments and the terrible decisions that he made honestly like if I had to bet on anything, I would say this guy takes his own life in prison before the trial even starts. Yeah. Like, I, I, honestly, I do. I do. I don't know. It's he, I don't know. You could go ahead and say that. However, I feel that he is, again, speculating. I don't know him personally. Right. But I feel that he has this sense of arrogance to him that there seems to be that he's going to try to play victim where... The whole world was against him. Just from what the rabbit hole I went down, seeing his career, knowing his losses, knowing he was on TV for failure, like all of this stuff makes me have that assumption uh, where he'll be like, well, my life was so difficult and this was the only job I knew and I wasn't good enough for people. I was never good enough for my parents. I wasn't good enough for my in-laws. I wasn't good enough for my wife. And so the, that's the thing. I'm just, 
I don't know if he would be someone that would go ahead and take their own life with that mindset. All right. So how about this? Because he's such a loser. It's it's he just fails at that, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's all going to be it's going to be a few things. One, it's going to be once we get a motivation, because now it's going to he's being charged with murder as well as attempted murder. Right. So once we get a motive and once we get more clarity on that, I think that's when we'll start seeing a dialogue from him as to what led into it and if he was on medication or if there was a voice in his head or what it may be like. So again, goes for this insane play. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's going to be one of those that we, we can make assumptions all we want, but until we have that come through with the motivation, that's not, we're not going to get any information beforehand of like what he's going to say. Right. So, uh, it's, that's gonna be. I, I wonder if he's it's a doozy. Like, I wonder if he's such an asshole. He thinks like like this is his O.J. Simpson moment. You I know, I don't know, but can I just... trial of the century? No, nobody gives a shit about you. No, nobody cares. <laughs> no face. the The thing that's so wild is, you know, the recent weeks' biggest pickle. Like they are all lifetime movie scripts, man. Yeah, it's fucking wild. That like yeah. every time I'm like reading things i'm like this is i swear i've seen something like this on lifetime or on netflix or like every week i'm just like holy shit this is real i know this is this is real like it doesn't yes i know things like this happen but just how things play out with like the mother-in-law killing herself because of her broken heart like right really like oh my god why am i tearing up like it's just yeah I well, you're tearing uh, up because you're way too emotional. You, yeah, you exactly. have to just stuff things down like I do, and just don't don't let them get to you. And then one day you just snap, True. you know, and then have a heart attack, I'm, and, and then and you're the it. biggest pickle. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill anybody. I'm just saying that you, you just snap and you have a heart attack. Your heart just explodes. but snapping and having a heart attack are two different things. All right, my so heart should... snaps and kills me. How's that? There you go. All right, that's All right. better. That's better. All right. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's going to do it here for In a Pickle. Thank you so much for listening. Go over to our Instagram, our Twitter, our threads, our YouTube. Find it all at ietradio.com. You can go there and follow, like, subscribe, do everything you got to do just to get your pickle in you. Uh, go over to the deluxe. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm not sure where that was going. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. yeah. All right. Anything to put a little pickle inside, inside you. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that how you, what you think your wife? Yeah. And then a little pickle inside you. And she's like, yeah, can you go get them from the fridge? And we got those little gherkins. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> go over to the deluxe edition network.com and check out all the podcasts on that site, including ours and including the podcast of the month. Go to iapradio.com. Go to any place that you listen to podcasts. Give us a like and subscribe. Share it with your friends. Help us boost up the chart. A five-star rating would be beautiful. But if you got to do a four and a half, we'll take that as well. I understand. Yeah, anything to get us spread across this fine place that we call Earth. You know? 
We'll hear our nonsense in our rants. Got to be ridiculous to everybody. If you keep putting it out there in the universe, maybe it will just go into outer space and then an alien will come across our show and be like, No, they'll be like, All right, these people are great. Let's take them. Let me say. They want little pickles inside them. And it's just a race right. of little, little aliens shaped as pickles. Oh, shaped as pickles? Oh, and they get little hands and they tap yeah. dance? Yeah, yeah, just like our little. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Go and follow Sarah at Daddio Sports on Instagram. And uh, what? Any news on the Goon Squad? On the Goon Pod? No. What? Goon Con. There you go. No, yeah. nothing as yet. We're go, We're just. We're we're getting there. We're working on Goon Con, and uh, maybe we can work on Pickle Fest. <laughs> first, first is little. We'll see you next time before I say something else about little pickles. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Hey everyone, Nick here from the S1E1 podcast. Each week, we pick a different sitcom, watch just the first televised episode, and ignoring anything we may know about the future run of that series, decide if it's a show that we want to greenlight or cancel. We very seriously dissect TV shows for no reason at all. I gotta pee. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> old timey. Ah, I got a Frankenstein on my show. You should about? know because right now you're dressed like a London DJ. <laughs> <laughs> moving forward unless there's anything else depressing about my life you want to bring up that's impressive to find that many bad shows who's boner i don't even know what a banksy is catch us each week wherever you listen to podcasts and visit us at s1e1pod.com for links to everywhere you can find us